Hi, welcome to Geekscape episode 121. You video listeners are in for a treat today because Graham and I are posing. How, how would you describe this pose, Graham? Roman. <laughs> so guys, welcome to Geekscape. This is episode 121 of your favorite movies, video games, and comic book podcast. I'm just assuming it's your favorite because you've listened as far as episode 121, unless this is your first episode, uh, where I'd like to make an introduction. My name is Jonathan London, and every week I like to take you guys to the latest news and reviews in the world of movies, video games, and comics, joined by a guest who has a lot to say on the subject. This week we've got Graham Douglas and Ben Dunn over here behind the camera. How are you, Ben? Good. And Graham, my guest, it's been a while since, I think the last time we had you on the show... 19 years ago. Yeah, I think it was episode 8, episode <coughs> 9. We talked about Reno, 9-11, the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think it could have been 12 or 13, but it was definitely uh, two, uh, over two years ago. And Zodiac. <laughs> Zodiac. <laughs> we talked about the parallel between Zodiac and your actual day-to-day. Yes. Um, what do you uh, What do you been up to? Because people wanted more Graham, and so uh, after putting dumb. off their request for a year and a half, I finally was like, okay, more Graham. What have you been up to? Also, Tim Jennings could make it today. Um, <laughs> you know what? I asked him. <coughs> I'll be honest. I asked him, and as I was sending the email, let me tell you why I think it's okay that Tim uh, said he was busy. Uh, we can have Tim in for E3, because Tim is a huge video game nut. Uh, and, and with you, you were super pumped for this Lost finale that we can talk about on the show. Mm-hmm. And um, you read the Dan Brown books, like the, like the Angels and Demons stuff, didn't you? And the Da Vinci Code. Did you read those? A lo- yes. Because I, I found like those in my room. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> yes. How did you get through Angels and Demons? I just uh, let myself go to the fact that uh, Robert Langdon is the smartest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> and no, so you, if you have a plot device like that, everything he says, you have to believe it. So guys, that's what we're going to be talking about. And when he solves problems, it's epic. And he <laughs> sees things and there's violin music. <laughs> on this episode of Geekscape, we're going to be talking about, uh, we're going to be looking forward to E3. We're going to be talking about the new movie Angels and Demons, the Lost Finale, and uh, of course, comic books, my favorite subject in the entire world. And we'll be right back. Um, so, uh, so Graham, but t- take us through it. What have you been up to? Uh, I am still, I'm working, still at the same job. I am uh, for lucky, lucky. To uh, still have a job in these rough economic times. Hey, Gilmore got a job. Blah. Gilmore got a job. Blah. Did you hear that? Gilmore got a job. Yeah, I know. Why the? What, did you hear how he responded when yeah. I said Gilmore got a job? It was violent. Jealous. Why envy. do you not want the man courting your sister to have an employment? No, I want could, him to have as okay? much employment and happiness as possible. Okay, well, where are we getting this? What, what is this tone? No, it's now a, you're shaking it off. What? He has, he has a great job. He has a great job doing something. He just bended a bar in half. <laughs> you can't see him. <laughs> doing something. He's got angry. Know. He just shattered a glass in his hand. Um, what are you upset about? I'm not upset about anything. Okay, do you think Gilmore is getting paid to do nothing? Is that what you're saying? I'm, I'm thinking so. What's his job? <laughs> What's his job? I'll be the judge of this. Okay, uh, from what I understand... Okay, what is Gilmore's job? Gilmore's not here to protect himself. He, he works for a startup company. Yes, he does nothing. Yeah, exactly. A startup company for what? Uh, it's it's a internet website. Uh, Wait, wasn't his last job at a startup company? Right. Yeah. How'd uh, that go? Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is a company that they generate lists for the internet. The good news is, he since he's just been going through the, the job search, in six months he'll be ready to go with a brand new resume. Like, his resume is already updated. Yeah. Which is the good news. When this place, you know, hopefully, I mean, hopefully, uh, hopefully he has a job for a while. He, but Who's the guy from months, Married with Children? Uh, Bundy? Ed Bundy? No. The, <laughs> the, the, the neighbor. The neighbor. 
who was also in Revenge of the Nerds 3. Who, whatever. Wait, the, the original one? Or the, no, the one who, whatever he gets attached to, gets canceled. And right, right, right. Horribly. Oh, the, blonde, the blonde guy. I don't know. I'm making right. a connection between Brian Gilmore and that guy. <laughs> in that whatever he gets attached to <laughs> does horribly. Graham, hey, Graham hey, I, I think. I think he's we're, attached to my sister right now. Okay? Oh, oof. He just uh, Graham, I another th- bar in half. <laughs> Graham, I think what rubbed. Uh, been wrong is uh is Gilmore got this job he was ecstatic and and he said uh are we gonna talk about this about what he's making I know what he's making are we gonna talk about this tell me what he's making I'm gonna get pissed off too it's more more than I think what you make or equal to no 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 and and, and the reaction is this the reaction was this Grim he goes he goes he goes yeah I'm taking a little bit of a pay cut and I was like wait you were unemployed you were on ten dollars an hour is a pay increase if, after four or five months of unemployment. How can you say you're taking a, a? Listen, if you're with a company and they're paying you a certain amount and the company goes under, they, it's because they were paying their employees too I'm much. I'm gonna go and my official position. <laughs> Overpaid. Brian, my official position on Brian Gilmore is the following: Fuck Brian Gilmore. <laughs> Fuck listen, him. Listen, Grant, please, please. He, He's a great guy. He is not here. We love him dearly. Put him right in my pocket. <laughs> Please, I mean, he, he, everything's going right for him. He's got a job. Mm-hmm. Sometimes has to show up for. He uh, the the Geekscape features on the front page are rocking. Mm-hmm. People are reading them. I'm happy. Grammatically about that. correct. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, he did, he's got that then and then. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. And and he's in love with a wonderful woman. Mm-hmm. I ah. mean, come on. He must be doing a lot of things right. So okay. you, you can't knock him. How are you in Knock the romantic? How are you in the romantics? In I'm the horrible. Romantic? I'm horrible. With girls, you are. Yeah, I'm terrible. What's wrong? What do you attribute that to? Because you're a good-looking guy. You're funny. You're charismatic. What do, what do you attribute that you to? You have a nice haircut. To the you fact. Have a nice to the fact that I just slay them all day mean? long. What? <laughs> 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 what, do you, what do you attribute this to, Graham? Let's get real. Let's get real on the real <laughs> show. <laughs> Let's talk about stuff. Well, John. Wookie Wombat last week wouldn't have it, but let's. Get well, well, like, like I, why I can't like uh, hold one down? Yeah, what's going on here? I mean, Ben. I can't a hold a girl like Gilmore, Gilmore can't hold does. a job. I think the jobs just can't hold overhead. Mm. Mm. Um. Mm. So listen, guys, let's geekscape. We've got to know Graham a tiny bit. Um. But what we were, we were talking about earlier was the uh, Dan Brown book, Angels and Demons. It's been adapted this last weekend into. Uh, the, the movie Angels and Demons mm-hmm. Which Angels and Demons Was like a prequel to It was the book That came before Da Vinci Code But since But Da Vinci yeah. Code Was the big book So they made that Into the movie And now they gotta go back And make Angels and Demons If I sequel. remember right I remember Angels and Demons Being I thought it was a better book They're both not great books mm-hmm. But it was I thought it was more entertaining But you read them Yeah Why? Uh, my mom had them <laughs> Your mom had them and, and they were Like anytime you were At an airport It was like the right. only thing it was a standard It was like a, Airports were like libraries uh-huh. Except the only book They had was Dan Brown stuff Right So um, Then Robert Jordan And Stephen King Right Alright so Scratch whatever I just said <laughs> so, uh, I'm sorry but ben, ben, uh, ben is only here To uh, negate you <laughs> Ben is here for the Sole purpose of making Whatever you say Not not matter Yeah do that tomorrow See how far it gets you Ben done Shit. Oh ben, Ben's got an audition At I.O. <laughs> Don't you tomorrow? I do at the Improv Olympic, of which uh, Graham serves on the High Council. He does. So, <laughs> high Council. <laughs> you serve on the High Council. Hilarious. Of, of improvers, mm. of, of improv artists. 
The improvisational arts. The improvisational arts. Uh, the dark so, arts. So uh, I went and saw the movie. I went and saw the, the Ron <coughs> Howard adaptation of Angel of Demons. It's got Tom Hanks coming back as uh, the main character. What's his name? Robert Langdon. Robert Langdon. Uh, and he's been called... Uh, Which, of course, that's a professor's name. <laughs> he, he's, and, he, okay. No, no, he's been called to the Vatican because the Pope has died and there is a threat of... Uh, of, of an explosion because they, they stole a piece of antimatter from the from the large hydrogen collider hadron collider the hi- large what is it the, the had- had- hadron the collider hadron. the thing from half life two or half life what is it the hadron the it's cern the, the cern right the, whatever you see it, you, and so they take a scientist from the from the cern uh-huh. from that project who witnessed uh, the stealing of this antimatter and uh, you take Robert Langdon, you call him to the Vatican they say listen they're gonna try you know somebody who's kidnapped four of our cardinals. And uh, they've threatened to blow up the Vatican. Um, as as and as they they look at the clues, they realize that the Illuminati, who are all about science and you know and, and they, world, per- yeah, the they, new world order, and they've been persecuted by the pulling church. The strings. This is their revenge. Out there. This it's is their real. revenge for like this movie's a documentary. In the 1600s, being persecuted by the church, and uh, you got Ryu McGregor now, and he plays uh, one of the. The, the priest who's like the attendant to the pope who's now in charge of the church while, <coughs> while they try and find out who the new pope is going to be the conclave the conclave yes. right and so the con- so all the cardinals get together in this conclave to vote on the new pope and um and Ewan McGregor's in charge of helping Robert Langdon and the scientists from the from the CERN find out the, who's yeah, the keeping thing- the four kidnapped cardinals and where this antimatter is and they've only got like five hours to do it it's not like the Da Vinci Code the first movie where it was spread out of, uh, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. across a couple continents or a couple countries in like a couple days. This one's like a f- this movie takes place over like five six hours. Yeah, it's like a race to the bomb to the ticking time bomb. Literally, as much as as, as story wise, it's different. Uh, so much of it is exactly like the Vin- the first Da Vinci Code, stylistically, narratively, like the beats A to B to C to D, and the fact that uh, Robert Langdon, like you said, is the smartest man alive. And you just have to accept it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it, that's the only the, the only way that the, the movie's even remotely plausible. It's completely not. <laughs> in that the Vatican calls this guy from Harvard University, I believe. Yeah. Who's which is like one of the most liberal thinking right. institutions on the planet. So the Vatican, where where are they going to go? Let's go to Harvard. <laughs> Let's get our help from Harvard. Well, yeah, it was. It, it was um, so they show up and. Um, and literally, you're watching it like uh, like one of those uh, TV shows at night, one of those um, procedurals, because it's literally <coughs> A to B to C to D, and um, it's like an episode of Bones. And, yeah, and they're, and they're and they're basically just in Rome. Reinter- they just have to think about something long enough, and they're like, "Oh my God, why didn't I see this before?" And there you go. Um, the first movie, remember when he would see like text and it would like highlight? Yeah, it's the same. That's the same thing. It's like that's not in this, but I don't think that, but. But what I didn't like about that text is that it was such a hit over your head. Because well, he, he's, a, he's uh, the world's the most renowned is. cryptologist, right. I believe. Right. Um, so he sees what we don't see. I don't think, is it, yeah, and uh, the thing is, um, it's just Ron Howard with the, with the hitting over the head of an audience. As if, as if watching a guy who's smarter than everyone in the theater doesn't make the audience passive enough. <coughs> like just taking any of the challenge out Right, of but it the thing is, is, is that that's hard. exactly like the book. Is the it? book is hitting the people over the head. Like it, it's one of those books that's like it's what two hundred pages, but there's thirty chapters. Oh, yeah. Really? Because each chapter is only two paragraphs long. It's wow. ridiculous. Like the, his way he writes is 
Like, let's take some, let's bring in people who don't normally read, which is great. Let's get, you know, illiterate people to sure. read. That's Back to your racist thoughts from earlier. What? I'm not even. You're the one putting that on. No, if if, if, no, if, if, if if Ben was really thinking those people, why would they put those books in airports? Those people can't afford, afford plane tickets. No, they don't swim. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> different. <laughs> wow, wow. We just went somewhere. <laughs> well, obviously, we didn't sell it for the. No, I have to ask because yeah. uh, I when but I the read movie's the book, like the movie's like a C plus. Like yeah. the first movie was like a C plus. The, there's a sequence in the book that made me just go, okay, I'm done. Put it down. It was when he's in CERN and he sees a fat lady in like a, in one of those indoor parachute, like free fall rooms, and he's like, no. "I have to remember this for later." I'm like, "Nope." So, nope. In the, so foreshadowing is so a little it, bit too. So in the book, hard. Robert Langdon goes to CERN. Yeah. Okay. No, That's, he does. He gets called straight to the Vatican. <coughs> really? Uh, yeah. I I only read the book, but they apparently they changed the a lot. They of it. truncate the movie quite you know, quite a bit. I mean, the performances are all good. You're gonna get a perform good performance out of Ewan McGregor, out of Tom Hanks, out of. Um, Played the older guy, um, Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård. You're going to get a good performance, but like, like who's gone on record saying that the books are terrible? Dan Brown <laughs> saying Dan Brown's a horrible writer. I only took it because basically Ron Howard wrote the script. Like, um, but uh, but Laura like picked out the bad guy in the first thirty minutes of the movie. You know what I mean? Like right. like like some of it's so uh, so obviously put out there that you know if you're if you're half is there is there an epic Swiss guard fight? The, the Swiss Guard figure prominently in the movie. Yeah, but, but, I remember. Uh, I remember. Every single one of my friends has been on that movie as a Swiss Guard. Every single one of them. Oh, your really? your actor yeah. friends? Extras. Well, they they couldn't shoot in the Vatican, so they shot here at Sony, yeah. and they just redid every remade everything. But uh, I think wanting to shoot in the Vatican is a bit of a tall order, especially after you made the Da Vinci yeah. Code, which is kind of. Uh, Dan Dan Brown hates God, is what we can <laughs> take away from all of this. Supposedly he's he's putting another Robert Langdon adventure together. The one thing I did find interesting about the movie was you do have that opposition between the Illuminati and the church and science and religion. And I thought that the movie did a good job of, of uh, even in its hero, the hero, you know what I mean? There's there's good guys and bad guys on the inside on the church. Mm-hmm. And you don't quite know who they are because nobody wants to just come out and say it. Um, which would have solved a lot. Um it did a good job of saying, okay, science, you know, because we're science-minded individuals here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did a good job of saying, wait, there's still a place for religion in this world. You know what I mean? There's still there's still uh, justice to this. You know what I mean? The dogs are mauling each other over a bone out, out in the hallway. Um, so I, I did think the movie did some interesting stuff as far as balancing the two. You know, it didn't just go leftist. You know, like we did long ago. I always just say that God created the Big Bang. <laughs> And, that, and the rest is the rest is history, scientific history, religious history, together. So, um, guys, if you want to go see a movie exactly last uh, <coughs> the movie two years ago, The Da Vinci Code, in, in pace and feel, uh, go for it. I just, to me, after seeing like a kick-ass movie like Frost Nixon, where uh, Ron Howard just kind of let the script and the actors just kind of carry it and do a really good job of just supporting them. It just felt weird to, to do something where the script and, and the style are just kind of selling everything to the audience so heavily. Um, Graham, you could recently see him on the season finale of Lost. I was surprised when I started watching this two-hour Lost season finale, and I see Graham playing Jacob. Did you see that? I mean, <laughs> did you see that? It's, it I, is true, actually. I got like four text messages the second it came on. <laughs> really? And Graham was, at the loom? <laughs> 
the, now, look, if you guys haven't seen the season finale of Lost and you guys follow Lost, we're going to get into the nitty gritty, so be, be worried about some spoilers. But this is a kick-ass two-parter, and I gotta say, the first, like you said, the first, first second you see Jacob, the first thing that went through my mind was, "Oh, Graham's in this." <laughs> a lot. We finally meet Jacob, who's been hinted at for like the last three seasons. Uh huh. And, and he, he does not live in that house. No. With Ghost no. Claire and, Glo- and Ghost Jack's dad. No, that's Anubis. Nope. Huh? I'm assuming well, that's Anubis. Who, uh, you're thinking Anubis, the god, the, the Egyptian god that the statue is of. No, that's on the shore. Look, I don't even want okay. to get started on that nonsense. Okay. There's so <laughs> there's much. There's a lot of nonsense in the show, but like even you say there's spoilers. But we finally get nothing, to see Jacob, yeah. and then we see Jacob's adversary in the first scene. Mm-hmm. And they're in like the 1800s And they're sitting on the shore Maybe 1800s Yeah, watching seven, the Black Rock come in Watching the Black Rock come in Which is mm-hmm. the ship from season one Where they got the dynamite And uh, when it pulls out We've seen the stone foot on the shore Now you see the full statue standing there And it's like a crocodile looking thing mm-hmm. It's like an Egyptian statue of like a crocodile god and they were identifying who it was on the Geekscape forum this is, But I wasn't uh, paying that much attention It, well, it was a, supposedly... The uh, the god Sobek, uh-huh. which was like this. The oh, like cr- Sobe, the, the drink. Yes, the lizard. The lizard of the drink. drink. That's it's, that, that is my. It's god. basically turned into a big product placement <laughs> show. So that's the god Sobek. But he he was supposedly, uh, if I remember right, the thing about him was writing wrongs, like okay. or or job. kind of like, and I'm probably. Counterbalancing totally. evils. Counterbalancing evils. Like if somebody was wronged in to die, this is how much sense loss makes. <laughs> if somebody was like died unjustly, he is supposedly supposed to make it right. And you think you think he is at, at odds <coughs> with Anubis? Or okay, are Jacob Beard and, Man? Are Jacob and the other dude? I, here's who my see who, 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 who kind of inhabits bodies now. We find out that he's inhabiting bodies. Not mm-hmm. bodies, just spirits. Well, who's Locke? Right, but Locke's right. body was. I mean, there. if you want to spoil. Okay, it. okay. So, so he's coming back. No, we're gonna spoil it, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. Locke's body's there, and then we got Locke walking around. So you see him come back as some people. Maybe that's what that, shapeshifter. Maybe maybe that's Jack's dad. Maybe this it's Siler. This dude, this uh, shapeshifting god. Who you see in the first scene saying he wants to kill Jacob? Are those just two Egyptian gods who are I have no idea. passing through? And maybe I don't know. I didn't maybe, write it. Maybe Richard is one of them. No, Richard isn't one of them. Richard's is, like a disciple. I'm assuming. Would Richard be a pharaoh? Because he has the eyeliner. Yeah, that's uh-huh. true. Do you think Richard is a timeless, like like unaging like pharaoh? I think he's just who's, like who's he's a he's disciple he's of these two gods. And why? You want my the you want my theory? Jacob. My theory on the whole thing? Yeah. They're not aliens Since it's been shown that time travel is possible within this right. universe I think they're from the future I think they're from way in the future Jack and company are fucking everything up And they're doing the Terminator to try to put everything back on track Okay So Jack and those guys are going to end up being the bad guys mm. Oh, you hear that? That's not bad What did you guys think about the end? Like, the, the end of the episode was heart-wrenching With Juliet I mean, the, the, you mean the cliffhanger? The cliffhanger. cliffhanger. The, the magnet. Don't let go. The, the, he's got. She's got a chain around her waist, uh, and she's getting pulled into the uh, the hatch, the magnetic, you know, thing that knocked the uh, the, the magnetic. What is it? The impulse that knocked the plane out of the sky. Everything's getting pulled in after this action sequence, and uh, Julia gets pulled into it. 
Obviously the bomb that for the last couple of episodes Jack's been trying to explode didn't blow up And Julia's last act is to hit the The uh, hydrogen bomb uh-huh. With a rock <coughs> Just flash to white what, is it, what do you think season 6 The first episode of season 6 is going to look like When we get back That statue falling down And re- realizing why there's only one foot Because the bomb knocked it apart Well there was, there was no full statue In 1977 do you think or 1978. Am I right? Am I wrong? They never showed the statue. They never showed the statue in nineteen seventy eight in the seventies, do they? Okay. I th- I gotta think that the Shit, Well, because the bomb know. went off in like seventy eight. Eight. Right. Right? And then at the very end of the episode, or when uh fake lock was under in the foot, that was in present time. Right. Right. Alright, so when the bomb explosion seventy eight could be completely erased because of that hydrogen bomb going off. If the hydrogen bomb works the way that Jack wants it to work. No, because then, then it's, got it's, a, it's a whole separate reality at this point. Uh, I don't think so. Like the, no, no, no. I think the bomb. You'll see because that the foot is just the only thing that's left. Right. Right. So the bomb has to have gone off to m- blow the statue apart. So Miles is right. Miles believes that the bomb is what created the event. Miles believes in the closed circuit of time. Yeah. In Miles, in this episode, the best piece of dialogue, in my opinion, was Miles saying, wait, 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 wait a minute, guys. How do you guys not know that the throwing the hydrogen bomb down there isn't what causes the thing that you're trying to stop? You know what I mean? Um, so, so what you're saying is that pretty much Sawyer, Juliet, Kate, Hurley, Saeed, <coughs> Sun, all those guys have pretty much taken themselves off the board. Because because their storylines have come to a close with that hydrogen bomb going off. No, and their their closed loop has reached the end. I don't know. Because I in the present, look, my brain the present, hurts. My brain in, hurts. If, if in the present those people are still there, because of the hydrogen bomb incident, Juliet hitting it with a rock, mm-hmm. then season six involves the people, all the, the characters present. who still have stories to tell, whatever place in time they're at. Right. You know. All I know is on what that show, what that's the greatest mess. show to get a job on because if you char- if your character dies, you know you're not done. Right. You're coming back. Michelle Rodriguez had a cameo. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, the dog came back. I was, I was, I was, it was good to see the dog. I really liked the Rose and Bernard appearance. Oh, hell no. I fucking loved it. <laughs> <coughs> oh, hell no. What is that? They found us. <laughs> Bernard, they found us. So if we die, we die. And I have an incredible beard right now. <laughs> I die with an incredible beard. No. Well, he also uh, gave what was with the knowing look that he gave. What do you mean? What, what Bernard do you mean? gave some like look as they were leaving that they focused on for too long for it not to be important. Is is Jacob Sobeek? Or is uh, is uh, is Bernard one of the gods? No, I'm kidding. No, I'm just being stupid. Who are the good guys? Who do you think the good guys are? It's morally ambiguous. You know what I mean? Like the good guys who've been carrying Locke's body. Oh, like, who well, are the good guys? They're that, disciples of Jacob. They're disciples of Jacob because Jacob goes and idea. visits what's her name in the hospital. Right. I'm lost about Locke. I think yeah, I think that's what the I, and we're finally realizing what the title of the show is it really means is that we're lost. Um, that's why I think because and at the end, um, the uh, the flash to Lost as like the fade out. It yeah. was The color. It went white. Yeah. Yeah. It went yeah. white. So. Good is bad, bad is good, up is down, cats chasing dogs. Brian has a job. What is that from? Hmm? It's up Ghostbusters, is, dude. Yeah. Ghostbusters, you're right. Um, 
So guys, uh, we're looking forward to that. I can't wait for the beginning of the next season. Guys, Terry Gilliam, remember he had the Don Quixote movie that <coughs> got some of it with Johnny Depp? Yeah, I, Depp? Actually, I have that uh, Lost in La Mancha. Right, there's a documentary, Lost oh, in La Mancha. Graham, what are you good. doing? That's good. There's a reason you sit here. First I'm, off, you look like a schlub if you lean back. Second off, that happens. No, there's no way for Graham to look like a schlub. Look at him. We good? We're going to look. Almost a life beater. It's professional. Okay, how's that? We're professionals here at Geekscape. Hi. Um, so that movie Lost in La Mancha, the documentary like that covers him and Johnny Depp trying to get the Don Quixote movie. I read a rumor that they're back on. That he's going to try and restart that movie, maybe from scratch. It looks in like if have you watched the documentary? Uh. Uh-uh. Like his the the span that he puts in that movie. Like there's a reason that it like it got lost or whatever. Right. It was because like he made these huge sets. And then they got destroyed by a hurricane. Yeah, they got destroyed by a hurricane. And then, like, of course they can't restart within that year. So I've never even heard of this. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Terry Gilliam had that... Lo- uh, that um, I don't know if... You know, if, if I... Honestly, like if, I, if I hear the words Terry Gilliam attached to direct, I stop caring. <laughs> it's, well, yeah, and there's no reason for you not to. I mean, Brothers Grimm sucks. Brazil? Hey, Brazil no, was Brazil was amazing. His early stuff was great. With Monty Python... No, yeah, Baron no. Munchausen, Time Time Bandits. Time Bandits. That's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. What is Time Bandits? You hate little people. <laughs> no, I, that movie's terrible. That movie is absolutely god awful. You have no <laughs> sense of childlike wonder, sir. No, I absolutely do. That movie's bad. That is a bad movie. Fucking Minotaur head. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Maybe you'll be interested in this one. Uh, DreamWorks is developing a remake of Fright Night. Why? Exactly. Okay. Um, next issue. Next issue. Uh, you said Dollhouse would <coughs> get renewed. What? What is that about? Yeah, there's insider source. I mean, obviously there. An insider source. By the that? time this comes out, it'll be set in stone because it comes out on Monday, right? On the 18th, but. They say insider source. Ben has Ben has inside tracks. No, 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 no. no. Ben this leaked is, Wolverine. I, I, I just did. see one of, one of Ben's like like extras friends like on the set of Dollhouse going <laughs> <laughs> like behind a wall going that's good that's real good yeah that's good shit that's good uh, shit you know. remember oh, when shit, I went to when I went sandwiches. to go see I went to go see the, uh, <laughs> he's like he's like listening <laughs> oh oh shit crab cakes all an extra worries about is, food. is passing the time and food here. it's absolutely they're talking I'm scratching my balls at this point okay. what, what, what you got uh, when I went to go see the uh the third of the new Star Wars movies. Right. There was literally people had their like satellite computers in the thing and like were having in the line, right. No, in the theater. Oh jeez. Like with these little tiny laptops and they were like and kind of before the era of Wi Fi it was like right on the cusp of that stuff. And they were typing with each other like all over the world saying, Did you just fucking see that? Wait, when Did you, you went you to f- see Clone Wars people were doing that in the theater? Yeah, at the draft house. Or not Clone Wars, what was it? A fucking Attack of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith? There were people were doing that at the draft house. They were they were <laughs> blogging back and forth with each other. Mm-hmm. How many people did you slap before you left the theater? That must have been the, so annoying to see no. all those little screens and stuff. Then I looked at the big screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take that, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I mean, but I, think, I think about you, it. I think what's you ended up on the losing end what's, of that battle. What's the difference between that, like that Twitter now? Right. Which I will never use. That I, is the dumbest. You know what? I got back on Twitter because I wanted to send updates. The Geekscape is when the site was down for that big week. So that's what got me back it, on Twitter. It is. Uh, but I will only use it for. I will only use it for that kind of. That shit. That is your you technological I mean? bunker. Right. 
I like James Gunn's tweet. Well, I mean, I'm understand, I understand. I no, no, I understand following people who matter on Twitter. Like people that you're people that you're people that you're a fan of. But these people go up there and then they get on Facebook and they <clears> beg <throat> for followers. And I'm just like, oh, for every follower that Ugh. you get it, that you have to ask for, there's five people who hate you. I want to start a Twitter. And instead of followers, I want haters. And you just hate, you just follow the people that you fucking hate, annoy the shit out of you. I literally want America, because I want America to go to their computer and open up their the, the website haters or whatever we're going to call it. And just go, ah, ah, it's a fucking website just designed to give you douche chills. Right. Which a lot of those, a lot of those Twitters already give you. That's true. I mean, you check those gossip blogs and those fucking things give you douchebag chills. You know, it's for bored America at work. Graham, self, you're bored at work. That's what you do. The self-importance. Hey, Big is Yanks is a great Twitterer. What? Big Yanks is a great Twitterer. Big Yanks can be. That's not a verb. English. It's not a verb. It's you not a verb. Tweet. No, I don't. Are you tweeting right now? No. Don't don't tweet here. Uh, um, I haven't started watching Dollhouse. I was going to start watching it on Hulu. The, the idea that it would have a second season definitely gets me more interested in watching it. I saw it's like half of one episode. Retarded. <laughs> it's only retarded when Eliza Jusku talks. Like honestly. you mean the main character? Yeah, exactly. Um, is that right? Is it, 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 she was like bodyguard to some pop star uh, who that wanted was the to worst kill episode. herself. That was the worst episode, oh. honestly. Uh, <laughs> that series gained and lost a viewer in, <laughs> right there. Zero displacement. <laughs> um, guys, uh, remember this show? You know, I was sent this DVD to review, and I haven't gotten a chance to look at it yet, but I want, but I know it's going to hit a street date, so I wanted to just to let you guys know it was out. Remember Gigantor? You never saw Gigantor? It was like an early From anime the 50s? series. Yeah, I mean, this is old. They, they used to replay this on TV when I was a kid. Gigantor. And they, they were so nice to send me this uh, volume one of the Gigantor collection. It's 26 episodes on four DVDs. and um, 14 minutes long. I gotta see what the street date is on this. I think it. Let me see when it comes out. Um, in stores May fifth, so it recently came out. And um, you guys, if you guys are fans of like early anime stuff, this is what you want to check out. The I, I am gonna watch it. I'm, they were actually uh, made with charcoal uh, pencils. I used to watch this as a kid, you know. And um, that all and, I remember like, about Boy, I never I never Astro Boy and stuff like that. Like, no, that, I never I, I never got into anime. All I remember there was always like. I'm totally checking this Anytime, out. Anytime, there was like a show on, on Austin Access back home that would show anime every now and like full yeah. anime movies. And all I remember was sitting watching this thing. It was like a, a pig flying a blimp uh-huh. or something. Or uh, he was Porco like a. Rosa. Was it Porco Rosa? I have no idea. Yeah. But it, he was he was like banging a really hot girl. Yeah, there's no, 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 no. That's there's Porco Rosa. He, I mean, there's no. He's not <coughs> banging, but he, he was, has his girlfriend. Was he literally banging her? He's no. Porco Rosa, he's a hot girl. I, yeah, it has a but it made no. I mean, first of all, it, I don't, whatever. It was like magical <laughs> ships and flying machines, and he was a Red Baron type guy. Yeah. Childlike sense of wonder. Yeah, you gotta have that childlike sense of a, of a, of a uh, humanoid pig banging a woman. Yeah. I remember watching that same channel, Austin Access. So, general a, Access TV in general was like, such a great form of, of entertainment. It's where Paul and Daniel and I saw that. That bank heist movie that the kids had made, the the high school or no. college kids had made, yeah. and and uh, and I put the, I put a scene from it in sports. <coughs> you're putting you're putting cable access out of business right now, by the way. <laughs> but basically, what I, yeah, podcasting definitely is putting cable access out of business. But basically, the scene uh, had these kids robbing a bank, which is already be- unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And then as they're getting away, one kid goes, "I can't go on anymore." 
we're in it too deep. And he goes under a bridge and he goes, Mom, Dad, I know I never got a chance to meet you before I got on that plane. But I just want to let you know, I miss you. And I'll see you soon. And he puts a gun under his head. And he I hit, remember and he that has, scene in Spores. Uh, and then it cuts to an establishing shot of the bridge. Because obviously they don't have the fucking like, ability to make this kid blow his brains out on a bridge. You cut to the establishing shot of the bridge and you hear this. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to have extra gunshots. <laughs> you have to have extra gunshots for like the dramatic... You know, punch that it gives you. Right, but, but the motherfucker had the gun head. under his head. <laughs> I mean, this poor bastard was like Juliet at the bottom. Wait, of maybe, the maybe was it was it like an, the echo of the same shot? Like it would get further and further I away. I don't think I can give them that kind of credit. Okay. Uh, but but I remember having sleepovers. Uh, for remember when you were a kid, you had sleepovers for birthday parties. And I remember. Nope. <laughs> I remember Austin Access. You would watch Austin Access sometimes, porn. hoping to see porn. Yeah. And it was the this is the last time I ever tried that shit because we saw this cartoon of a dude who grew like four cocks and he, out of his hands. It, or it would get like, and he had sex with this woman. Yeah. Had like you saw that? I've seen that stuff. <laughs> oh God! That was my childhood. <laughs> it shocked me so bad. I was I was, <clears throat> and of course we're at a party, so everybody's like. <gasps> Like, oh my god We're so excited that there's, there's this cartoon of a woman You know, exposing herself And then it just crossed a line When the dude started sprouting penises on his hand That was, that was it was there was the me. one kid who was super excited about there's it There one kid who was kind of in the back Who's just like, and then something hits you in the back of the head No, don't please, please <laughs> So guys uh, Dog attack They don't like that story They hate it They hate that story um, So Graham, what have you been reading? Um, I got I'm really stuck into uh, well I, I read a lot of them and I blame you right wholeheartedly for this <laughs> a lot I, of people I blame you I don't DK thank you I blame can you can blame this show and me for getting them back into comic books um, well I was, I was never into them really right. but now I've I've got my entire like a library of these trade paperbacks and I read the entirety of I've got the entirety of Preacher I've got uh, DMZ which uh-huh. I'm in love with yeah I'm reading book five right now like, uh, the, like the series of one-offs yeah I, I just finished number six okay so I can tell you a thing or two okay okay not really though <laughs> you're ahead of me that's good um what else uh, the Green Lantern stuff that you told me about right uh, are you enjoying it I am I j- I'm Waiting for I, I'm not gonna buy any more hard covers. It's way too much. No, money. no, no! Don't buy the hard covers. Buy the soft covers. Yeah. Like have a little patience, my man, please. Okay. So and Daredevil, I he's the greatest thing ever. Iron Fist. You like the Iron Fist? The, the Matt Fraction Iron. Love and it. Ed Brubaker Iron Fist. Love it. Love it. You got to the tournament. Love. Well, yeah, that was kind of retarded. I dropped it after the tournament. I couldn't stick with it. It's cool. Okay, it's who's now doing the artwork? Cool. Like Aha is doing the artwork. I don't know. Like uh, I names. couldn't, I couldn't figure out. Like they're like when it was like him and like the other Iron Fist. <clears> like, <throat> I started, I stopped being able to tell who was who. I did. I read the the Northlanders book. Mm-hmm. Do you like it? I'm obsessed with Vikings and like that's like black metal and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah, it's North not. It's not even really that. It's not even that great of a story because it's no. kind of hard to follow. But it's it's. Cool. Yeah, I got in Northlanders because Ed Wood was, or um, what's his name? Not Ed Wood. Brian. Uh, Brian Wood uh, was writing uh, writes DMZ and 
Northlane is good, is good, but it does do that thing where it jumps time and place without yeah. pro, like provocation. Oh, it's the. But yes, yeah, stick with that. It. I was reading it. It really didn't it make has, much sense. It has sex in it. Yeah, you do like that. I do. Um, a lot. A lot. Uh, no, that's a good. That's a good damn book. Is there a second trade of Northlanders out? Not yet. Okay. I was in this store the other day, um, and there was a, a another. Just a single issue, and it was completely different from the first one. So oh, it's like shit. different characters or whatever. So I think it's 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 more along the lines of, and I may be totally wrong, of just following that era and of you're time. Scalped, scalped, is the shit. <laughs> you like how it's taken a normal person and turned them into a. Comic it movie? is the shit. It is right. like everything I like in movies and TV shows, um, condensed. It's like. It's like the Aoju <laughs> awesomeness. And it's like, I can, it's so awesome. It's so great. It's basically, it's on an Indian reservation. There's a casino opening up. There's corrupt politicians. There's corrupt tribal leaders. There's, obviously, there's, you know, the, the poverty versus the high class. Oh, scalped. Yeah, scalped. I thought you said scout. No, yeah, scalped. Yes. Awesome. Ben is on board. Ben, ben <laughs> is back. Um, and, what was, and I just, I read the, uh, the Submariner, the the depths. What are you laughing at Submariner about? Just the way you what? pronounced it. What's wrong? What's wrong? I don't know. It's something about Submariner. Okay. As opposed okay. to Submariner. <laughs> no, Submariner. I don't know. The Continue the talking. Whatever. Okay. Uh, we're gonna be here talking. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> so the Submariner, the depths. Yeah, the depths. It's it's pretty cool. It's real. You don't I even really. I have read it. I'll let you borrow. What's them. the point of, of, of like? I it's like it's in the the Knights line, so it's not really Marvel fun, Knights, the, right. the normal. Like it's not. It's weird. a little bit to the side of continuity of like the. Yeah, the and it's set. It's set. I think in like the fifties or something like that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So and it's like the main character isn't even Namor. It's this like adventurer who's trying to to fall on the side of science as opposed to faith. Uh -huh. And he's like trying to disprove all these theories. Like he's just like trying to disprove the Sasquatch and Bigfoot and Loch Ness monster. And so all these these. Tales keep coming back about the city of Atlantis, and he said, "No, it's just it's just a myth. I'll go down there and I'll prove that it's just a myth." And it gets more than and it's like the sea crazies, like you get right. like cabin fever. You're stuck down there. Everybody's kind of clawing against each other, and and it's really Namor orchestrating these things and fucking with them to protect this city. Yeah. Oh, and the, I didn't know what that was about. It, it's more it's more along the lines of a ghost story than anything and Submariner like you depths. see the, there's even there's even uh, uh, a sequence where they they go onto this other ship that had disappeared and they find the security footage or whatever and they watch it and all you see like you can see that the camera gets rolled over the panels turn into the security footage oh and the camera falls over and all you see is this winged foot in one frame and it's like, and you see a hand, like for no reason, you just see a hand like up against the window and you have these beady eyes like looking in oh, shit. while they're yelling at each other. It's really kind of like that's tough to deal with it. Like that's a big accomplishment if you're like a writer or an artist in comics mm -hmm. to give it that kind of a cinematic pacing and feel. It's awesome. It's really good. Submariner of the Depths. I gotta, find, I gotta find that. It's a, I'll have. It's just in the single issues right now. Okay. I, I have them if you want to buy them. Um, what Voice just cracked. I know. Uh, Puberty uh, at twenty eight. Did you read Grant Morrison's uh, book Sea Guy? <coughs> Grant Morrison did this weird series a couple years ago called Sea Guy about... I saw that. Yeah, Sea Guy, Cameron Stewart did the artwork, and he did the artwork for uh, this really 
Aye, aye, sea guy. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, you know, J you know Jason Aaron, the guy who's doing Scalped? Uh -huh. He did a Vietnam book. The other Jason, side? The, the other side that Cameron Stewart did the artwork for. Yeah. Cameron Stewart and Grant Morrison have been doing this, like, post-superhero uh, book called Sea Guy about a world that were, like... A big kingdom come event has happened, and there's no superheroes anymore. And the first three issues of Sea Guy came back, came out like uh, a couple years ago, and I think it was so weird that a lot of people didn't pick it. Pick I flipped through. It. it was a, it was a trade that I saw it's the other day. Weird as hell. Three issues. In all I saw, ago. all I saw was, if it's the same book, it was like him playing chess with this skeleton. Skeleton. And all I read was That's death. And it's and your he move. Loses, he loses. But, and he's like, it's your move, gondolier. And so all yeah. I thought is like there was a character. I thought it was just really campy and it over is. the top. It's, it's, it's weird. And, uh, and it's the like, gondolier. And, and it's, that is the greatest villain I could ever imagine. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you know, he's the boatman. You know what I mean? Uh, who are you, boatman? Remember that from <laughs> Rambo? Are you, boatman? Uh, so, uh, so it is a bit inaccessible and in just how weird it is. But if you read all three issues, it does make a bit of sense. But Grant Morrison doesn't like to feed everything to you, so he just throws you characters narratively, and you get to put together the relationships or the sequence. Uh, you know, you get to smooth out the sequences of events. So like between issues, a little bit of time will have passed, and uh, it's up to you to get how the characters got from here to there from the last time you saw them on the final panel of the first of the issue prior. Um, and now he's doing Sea Guy again. So a book that I thought was critically, uh, you know, acclaimed, but 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 wasn't very successful sales-wise. They're going back and they're doing another one. And uh, this one's a little easier to follow. But if you guys are going to read Sea Guy, which is in its second issue of the second, there's there's going to be three. It's going to be like a trilogy of, of three issue series. Like there's that first one, which you guys can pick up. Then there's, he's in the middle of the second one. And then after this one is going to be a third one. Are you reading Umbrella Academy while we're speaking about Grant Morrison type of writing? I haven't in a couple years. But you know it's Gerard Way, right? right from My Chemical Romance. And this guy... Uh, Ugh. I know. I know how you feel about that. But this guy, Gabriel Ba, is doing the artwork. And it's phenomenal artwork. And the, the second se uh, series of Umbrella Academy just finished. And basically it's like a super team like the X-Men Brought up from kids We talked about Umbrella Academy on the show But, it, but in this second series of five issues Or six issues They've got to, <coughs> stop, they've got to stop JFK's assassination um, And so the, this one has a little bit of time jumping And he writes in like a Grant Morrison style He said that well, he, always he wants to be like in it, wasn't Grant there? Morrison um, There has been time jumping But this one actually has uh, time jumping is a goal Number five Who's like the fifth kid he, he has some time jumping In the first series But that was more like Necessity and being lost in time right. And coming back But uh, If you guys like Grant Morrison type of stuff It's not That's not a bad read The Gerard Way book The Umbrella Academy that, That's it's actually pretty fun to read um, So that's stuff to get you away From superhero books But you know I'm going right back To the Green Lantern shit Yeah that's the best superhero me book on the You had dreams about me in the Green Lantern. Yeah. And have you, you know, that they're, they're talking about casting, and they've talked to this. Who's the Who's the Australian actor who's in uh, the Terminator movie, in the in the Avatar? Chris Worthington, Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington. He came out talking about how he had talked about Green Lantern to I guess the producers of Green Lantern. I still like Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Like after seeing after Star seeing Trek. Star Trek, I'm like, okay, he can right. be Hal yeah. Jordan. He can be Hal Jordan. It's the same character. Only so um. So, uh, have have you in your acting 
uh, efforts gotten in there for any like a meeting or anything, Ben? For the Green Lantern? Oh, or Kilowog or anything like that. Right. Have you gotten anything? No, no, unfortunately. No. You, do you have people you can get in on that? Get your, you have people, but, right? Do you have people who represent you in Hollywood? I, I have one person. Can you get that one person to get you like maybe a meeting yeah, or something? She's, a, she's my commercial agent. So. Come on, man. Does she have yeah. a phone? Yeah. Does she have a phone? Doesn't work. Because like I'm pretty sure these producers have phone phone numbers. Doesn't work. Like and if she finds it, or maybe an email, does she have a computer? Uh, well, she just like. Come on, Ben. Recently, though, she just sent me out on an audition for a Food Network hosting job. That's good. I'm just like, that's not a commercial, but okay. Okay, but, but exactly. She's supposed to send you out on commercial auditions. Yeah. And she sends you out on like a hosting gig, which is fine. We're working that, our way that could up be to a kill good gig. Yeah, all I'm saying is the clock is ticking. They're gonna make this Green Lantern movie. You got to get on there. Yeah, it's you know gonna there's be, a, you know it's the, gonna be Michael Clark Duncan. For you, you, you know that, that there's a planet that create that, that that creates all like like yes, like helps I, all the I rain. Could be you could Mo- be Moog. yeah, you could be that that planet. You could be the Green Lantern planet, which is just a planet with a giant ring band around Good. it. Yes. Why don't you do that? I, I read, no, no, when CGI I read that, it was kind like of that. that was kind of retarded. <laughs> Who are you to say what kind of alien races are? Yeah, I love that the planets part because. They sometimes right. have partners. <coughs> His partner is a fly. Yeah. That's so all I'm saying, Ben, is clock is ticking. You want to make it in Hollywood. The Green Lantern is going to be a big project. You want to be in on it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Motion capture. You don't have to actually be a planet. Use your imagination, man. <laughs> Come on. Charlie Chaplin wasn't really homeless, but that was the biggest role he ever played. Come on. Use your imagination. Mm. It's, it sounds defeatist to me. I mean, did you see the attitude he took when I was like, you need to get in there and get a meeting? He was like, hmm. Damn it, Ben. Look up, my friend. Look up. Look up. Look forward. Uh, you know, what's Be water. Be water, my friend. I'm waiting for a role in Crank 3. Okay. The only role you could get in Crank, any of the Crank movies is like a guy who gets bullet riddled. That's, <laughs> That's basically <laughs> it. Uh, the guy who just walks up, gets shot, and like, you know. Uh, guys, E3 is showing up. Whether you want it or not, we're going to be at E3. We're going to be checking all that, the new video games out. Uh, is there anything you're looking forward to, Graham? ODST. Oh, that's, that's really the only thing <laughs> I care about. As a Halo about. fan, ODST is the only thing you care yeah. about? Um, I'm, I'm not interested in... The, uh, what was coming out? Like Mass Effect 2? Yeah, we got I'll like pro- a trailer. I'll, prob- I'll, I'll probably play it at some point. Did you play Mass Effect 1? Yeah, it was cool. It was really long oh, and drawn you didn't out. Did you not finish no, it? No, I, I did. Okay. I took the benevolent path. I talked the guy into killing himself. How many hours did you take? Huh? Yeah, how many hours oh, it took forever. To that game's long. Oh, I don't it? know. No, I didn't beat it. We had this conversation before. Brent Moore beat it like twice. My, uh, my Xbox kept freezing at one point, <gasps> and it was right, and it wouldn't let me go back. So like the save point was right as it was freezing. So oh man! Fuck the save, hey, that and is I only saved worst. once. So like multiple at, at files, point, kids. Like, multiple files. Yeah, at that point, I'm like, fuck it. I'm I'm done with this game. So at the end of the first. X-Men Legends Mm -hmm. I uh, got to the last bad guy Who's literally the hardest Master Mold He's the hardest guy in the game The game is a breeze up until Master Mold But if you don't level up your characters It's just going to be hitting a wall with Master Mold And I did that with one save Right before Master Mold And I couldn't go back to the danger room training Mm -hmm. And build up my guys Otherwise Master Mold would have been a breeze but yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I, speaking Multiple of X Men, like I just I, I played the Wolverine game. Yeah, awesome. 
Yeah, I heard it's good. Awesome. I mean, it's dumb. It's repetitive. Sure. But like the graphics are amazing. It's like and a brawler. It's yeah. so much fun. And you, you can like have him like scorched down to a skeleton and he grows Dude, back. Dude, yeah. At there. one point, at one point, like it's all skeleton on one side, and you just slowly watch him heal. Does he Very run around cool. naked at that point? Do his clothes come back? His pants stay on, um, but well, his, uh, he he loses his shirt quite frequently, and then. Every is time it at a pantsium? <laughs> yeah, is his pants <laughs> made out of pantsium? Um, he, wait, the top of his body gets scorched to a skeleton, but he's still wearing his pants. Right, but his pants stay It's like a Levi's commercial. Well, it's kind of like the Hulk, you know? Technically, he should be ripping out of his pants when he grows to be 14 mm, feet tall, but... I don't know, those threads are pretty pretty good, but... Just turns purple. But you can still light them on fire. Um, I watched that movie again last night. The, 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 new, Hulk, the new Hulk? One. I love it. Yeah, it's, I love it. it's good. Tennis must stretchy. Tienes más stretchy. So guys, uh, the, th there was a rumor that maybe they'd have a Lucas Hearts announcement. I think there's a huge rumor. I think <clears throat> I don't think this is gonna happen. But supposedly Lucas. I ain't buying what you're selling. Yeah, supposedly Lucas Hearts is gonna announce like a new Grim Fandango. Bullshit. Or, it's or it's gonna be it's gonna be another Star Wars game. Yeah. 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 If they do anything, it's gonna be another Star Wars. I'm game. gonna go to the panel announcement for Lucas Hearts at E3. So they can fucking throw something when they just announce well, like Jedi yeah, dick, I mean, dick fights be, or something like that. It's not going to be Grim Fandango. It's not going to be anything like that because Tim Schafer, he wiped his hands with LucasArts. And Atari pulled out, so I won't be able to play Ghostbusters. Really? Yeah, so I won't be able to play Ghostbusters. Is that and, being and, ever are they? Out? Yeah, it's coming out in June. But are they publishing? Aren't they publishing uh, uh, Brutal Legend too? Is Atari? Is, I don't know. Uh, I, I think. I, I think. think uh, I, yeah. I think the developer will be at E three, so I'll be able to play some Brutal Legend. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, no. I, and they I mean, fucked up. That game. It was supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to be Jack Black. You don't like the Jack Black it was choice? Supposed to be Lemmy. Of course. Oh. It was supposed to be Lemmy. Yeah. But Lemmy wouldn't have been a roadie. And like, it, it would have been hard. Since. It would have been hard to have Lemmy. I mean, Jack Black. You don't like Jack Black? I think he's a good actor. I think he's funny. I, I think, think I think fun. he is, but I think he... I don't know. I, if you're you have a choice in, in a game... No, I'm not... He's already overexposed. Right, but... If, if you have a choice in a game like that to have Jack Black or fucking Lemmy... Right. Lemmy wins. The black yeah. How are we doing on time, man? Uh, Ten minutes. Okay. So, um, I don't think I'm going to get my Monkey Island announcement or my Grim Fandango announcement. Do you... Uh, I'm on the fence about this Indiana Jones Staff of Kings. I think it's ultimately just a pick it up and it's a rental. Yeah. Or like a pick it up and it's super used. It's like five dollars on the Wii. But uh, I do want to replay through uh, Fate of Atlantis. I never played that game. Oh, Fate of Atlantis was pretty good. The Indiana Jones game. See, my favorite Adventure Indiana Jones game, game that was a point and click was the uh, the the movie one. Oh, Last Crusade. Last Crusade. Yeah, that was pretty Last good. Crusade was good. Um, I love Fate of Atlantis. It should have been the damn movie. Um, When's Punch Out come out? Punch Out comes uh, out June. next week. Next week, I am gonna well, get. Well, somebody's lying here. No, you're no, no. It, it literally comes okay. out next week. Uh, I'm gonna fucking get that. You're yeah. gonna come over and box with me. Okay. May uh, 26, Infamous. Infamous comes out, which which will be a lot of fun because after that prototype will come out and you can basically play the same game again. And my Xbox is <laughs> fucking broken right now. Wait, what are you talking about? Yeah, I have the red the, ring. As well. No, it's happen? not the red ring. It, it's I gotta send it in. It works, but there's something wrong with the color distribution from the cable. Oh. And so like the green and blues like pop in and out, and so it just oh, gets really saturated. It's not it? the cable. In your shit, red ring. Yeah. Try that fucking blanket trick. Like I'm not Gilmore gonna set did. my fucking house on fire. You remember Gilmore with his yeah, blanket trick, trying to melt it? Yeah. No, I'm not gonna do that. I, 
And plus, I uh, I have two Xboxes right now because my my parents read. Oh, so when when you ask when you so. ask what you should sell to afford your rent? No, no, no. One of your Xboxes. But, right, right, right. But they're both red rings, so I have to send them both to get fixed, and then I'm gonna sell one. Oh okay. wow! Absolutely. Get get on that it. That sucks. So you dude. can make rent. Yeah. That sucks. So two red rings. Fuck that. Yeah. Well, uh, I got a headache. Oh my god, Mass I got Effect a headache. Two got announced. Of Your course. pills did nothing, John. <laughs> there, there's a there's a, very there's, there's a little bit of a rumor that um, Rockstar is going to announce GTA 4 second expansion for the Xbox. It's 360 the wrong today. one. Whatever it is, it's the wrong Graham one. Graham has a pretty damn good idea. It's the wrong. Me. Whatever their second expansion is, is wrong. I think that the next expansion, like we got Lost in the Sand, <coughs> which dealt with like the biker gang that kind of went in and out of the storyline of GTA 4. Um, the, the I want to play. I mean, I think that the next game. I really think that the next game is going to deal with the with the brothers. I think you're going to see. Remember, remember the the highest mission in the in the. In the I do. Museum? I gave up on that game. Okay, GTA Four. Johnny, who's lost and damned, and your main character Nico, who's the main character in GTA Four. They get a heist pulled on them in the museum. They're held up by this black dude, right? I think that that you're going to be able to play as the black dude in the next expansion. Boring. I mean, it'd be good to see the, like the brothers' side. Boring. Of it. But Graham has a great idea for a GTA storyline. What would that be? Graham? Falling down. Could you imagine? If You're I, Michael Douglas's character, and all you want to do is get home. Could you imagine? could you imagine a GTA character? Uh, okay, it's G- all, GTA. all those guys that when you're running down the yeah. street and you shoulder bump them <laughs> and you knock them over, and they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." Guy. Hey, buddy. That guy. You're the guy that you are in real life with a bat and a briefcase. Because. Think about the GTA series. It's always a criminal going back home or getting out of jail. It's a guy and he's, snapping. And, and he's back in the game. You know what I mean? It's always a criminal continuing to be a criminal. Could you imagine a GTA game where you're a normal guy and you slowly just turn, get like further and further into the criminal underworld and become this, this fucking horrible guy? Now that would be an awesome You forgot your briefcase! You forgot your briefcase! <laughs> Graham, Graham is the most physically active guest we've had in a long, since Graham. Um, so I, falling down. We'll see what that. 2010. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see that announcement. GTA 4 second. Is, I'm also getting. Uh, I'm getting. I'm gonna put up some minisodes from E3 because I know I'm sitting in with Sega and playing like the Alien Predator game, and I'm also playing some other stuff Sega has. Uh, so I'm like booking appointments. Are they gonna have yeah. a sweet like flight simulator arcade machine? Remember that shit? No, well, I don't. After, Afterburner. I Sega made Afterburner. Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> you have that on, in on there, the don't you? I have it on my WiiWare, yeah. On my Wii thing. We know what we're doing in five minutes. Um, then you hit the crystal. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, the, the real game that Graham pointed out to me that, that is worth playing, mm. that's coming to Japanese WiiWare for people in, in Japan, is this... You guys uh, are lucky. What is this video you sent me? Tim Jennings sent it to me, too. What, what is this, Graham? Um, I don't remember the Japanese title, but the... The loose English translation is called Muscle Man March. Uh-huh. And essentially, from what I saw, I'm assuming you're playing it right now, so it's muscle, even possible, yeah. uh, is basically a stampede of Chippendales dancers, or bodybuilders in Speedos, running through walls, knocking people over. Except one of them is like a panda. Yeah, it makes like absolutely no sense. It is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Yeah, I was. Uh, I saw this and I was pretty blown away by it, and I, you know, it almost made me want to be Japanese, so I can play it. Well, I think it, I, I, think, ho- I, I think I think it's, it's one of those. Gets to the U.S. You know how like like Japanese get like a, a lot of the weird stuff that Western audiences think are well, a little weird. Well, that Bikini Kill Squad came out. Bikini Kill Squad, like they get games that just aren't friendly to, to U.S. audiences. I think it was something like WiiWare when you're just working about mm-hmm. like localization. 
get it over here and just see if it works or not. Like, I, I kind of want to check out this fucking retarded game just out of the retardation factor. I think it was like an arcade game over there. There's an arcade That's game their, over there where you can put money into it. Yeah, there's an arcade game over there where you can like pee on your boss or something, or, like beat your boss nice. or hit or like slap your assistant. Mm -hmm. Like in the arcade, you're smacking this thing as hard as you can. They have that outlet, and they still have those nerve gas attacks. <laughs> Not that's weird. That's a backwards country. <laughs> when the parents are reading comic books, it's backwards. We get what you're saying. We get what you're saying. Um, so yeah, E3, we're looking forward to it. Um, guys, I think that's our episode. Don't There's you? the the paleta man is outside. I can yeah, hear his I bell. can hear the Mexican guy selling his uh, ice cream paletas. So I think we're gonna go get some. Wait, ice cream. I'm gonna get a coconut. Uh, I'm gonna get a Ninja Turtle with gumball eyes. No, I think he just has those those fruit bars. <laughs> no, he can't. Um, I, I've been to that guy several times, okay. and, he, and he definitely has the Sonic the Hedgehog as well with gumball eyes. So that's our episode, guys. Think Ben done for shooting the episode. I'm dying. His opinion, uh, I Graham. Think I think I'm dying. Graham is you, you're not gone. feeling well. My head. So you're not gonna go paleta? I'll go get it. But okay, Graham is not feeling well. It's his last Guys, meal. His I got a headache. It's going to be a Ninja Turtle with gumball I'm, I'm going to make a joke I've, that I have a tumor, and then if I actually do, this will be prophetic. This will be your epitaph. <laughs> wow, what would that suck? Uh, so, guys, that's Geekscape. Uh, we have a website, geekscape.net. You can go and talk on the forums, talk a bunch of smack. You can also go on the website and read features that we put up every day. Get yourself a T-shirt from the Geekscape store. We're going to be at E3. If you're going to be there, <coughs> definitely send us an email and say hi. Uh... My, oh, uh, what what do you got? If if anybody in the Los the Greater Los Angeles area, yeah, yeah, uh, Wednesday night, the twentieth. I'm assuming you'll have it up before yeah. then. Okay, so May twentieth, eight p.m. at I O West. They're in the midst of what they call the Herald competition, which is we all have opinions on it. Ben and I have opinions on it, but trash has been talked. Oh, really? Garbage has been has been thrown our direction. My team being DHT. What time is that? Start? Eight p.m. Who are you going up against? Gypsy Lou, which is another exactly. Oh, come on. They're look. Oh, we're talk all shit, friends. Talk shit about you? We're all friends and family under the umbrella of bits. But I am not losing to these people. <laughs> I am not losing to these people. The more the merrier. Come out. They have a bar. Very cheap drinks. It's going to be a really good time, and I will use their blood to write you checks if you show up. Okay. Okay. I'm uh, not kidding. Wow. Oh, I'm going to try and get the episode up early just for that. I want to see you writing checks with people's innards. Um, guys, that's it. Um, Don't so forget to follow John on Twitter. Yeah, guys. If the website has hiccups and things like that, oh, I also like to use the the Twitter to promote like the the. Features that we have up, like the new articles we have up. So if you guys want to follow Twitter, I'm a hypocrite. I do notice uh, that it's Twitter Geekscape is totally uh, is slowly becoming porn. Uh, it's well, this past week we did like a Star Trek business idea. Set, we got to talk about a business idea yeah. after this. <laughs> Twitter.com/slash Jonathan London is mine, but you guys can also find Geekscape on Facebook. Just search for Geekscape on Facebook and become a fan. Let your friends know that's where you can be found. Pornscape and what Pornscape. We're never going to do Pornscape. Why not? Because the, look at the people who hang out on Geekscape. Do you want to see any of them naked? Like, I'm, not say, I'm not saying it's them. I'm not saying it's them. done. Then how do you take the brand and, and, and segue it into another business? Why don't you just start something new? 
Piss the tape. Yeah, that's it. We'll see you guys next week.